0: I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It
1: Hold Up? I'm Danica. And I'm Jan.
2: And I'm Valerie.
0: And today we watched another Talk Cartoons cartoon that's not quite the Betty Boop series yet. Uh, This one was called Minnie the Moocher. It is from 1932 and is one of the best known Betty Boop cartoons, despite still not technically being part of her series yet. Um, Who would like to give a brief, spoiler free plot synopsis?
1: I could try.
0: Oh, are you sure?
1: Yeah. Okay, go for it. Go for it. All right. So, uh, Betty Boop, it starts where she is uh, at a table with her parents, and her dad is fussing at her about eating, and she's really upset, and she doesn't want to eat it. And so, finally, uh, the mom kind of intervenes, but she leaves, and then she decides she's going to run away, so she leaves a note. She packs up a few things. Uh, She calls... Cause surprisingly, she has a uh, phone on the wall. Um, a <laughs> anyway, she calls Bimbo. Am I saying that right? And, yes. uh, and anyway, and they do agree to meet out uh, underneath her window. She actually leaves her things. She leaps out the window <laughs> yeah. on the blinds. They <laughs> run away and they end up going into a cave. All kinds of scary shenanigans happen to the point where they become terrified. They end up running and she runs back home. And yeah. Hides under her covers.
0: Yeah, that's literally it. That's the cartoon. Um, the, the only other noteworthy thing to remark is that while they're in the cave, uh, the song, Minnie the Moocher, that the short name is based on, is played. Uh, that is by Cab Calloway and his orchestra. Uh, who also you see in live action at the beginning of the short, uh, yes. doing doing some dancing and stuff, and they're playing uh, at the beginning of the short uh, instrumental rendition of Saint James Infirmary, which is a, a different song that actually does end up being in a Betty Boop short later. So, oh. um,
1: did they write both songs?
0: Yes, yes, ah, okay. I believe I believe so. I I think they wrote them. I'm not entirely like back th- back then. Who wrote? it seems feels a little confusing because people would just like cover stuff constantly. So, yeah, but I think that they originated those songs. Um don't, don't quote me for sure on that, but they certainly at the very least had the most popular renditions of it. I think, um, got it, but I think, I think they made them all right. Yeah. Um, what did we think about this cartoon?
1: It was, uh, I, it was very interesting, very, very choppy because it was, it was you know, back in the 32s, but it was, it was, it was cute.
2: It was, it was weird, but, but fun. It's, yeah. I would, I'd
0: describe it as delightfully weird. Yes,
2: <laughs> just yes. Just like, yeah. just
0: like a little bit unhinged in like a, in like a fascinating way and just some baffling choices um, that I'm sure we'll talk about yes. uh, with, yeah, just yeah, it's fascinating.
1: I definitely need to add weird into my description or my reaction, I guess, because <laughs> when I say it was cute, there's parts of it that I'm picturing in my mind that were really cute, but most of it was very just weird, but but yeah, very interesting. Great movements with the dancing, especially of the spirits, which we'll talk about.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah, let's get specific. Uh, I want to note here at the top that in 1994, this cartoon was voted number 20 of the 50 greatest cartoons of all time by members of the animation field. You might remember that the last uh, talk cartoon slash Betty Boop Short we watched was also in that top 50. Wow. uh, But it was lower. Wow.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yes.
0: This one is, I think that one was number 32. And this one is number 20. Wow. Okay. Lots of respect from animators for this one. Yeah. Um, oh, and all my, I have one other note that is just that the food that her uh, father wants her to eat at the beginning is called hassenpfeffer. It's a traditional uh, meal, a Dutch and German stew made from marinated rabbit or hare.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And can I say, I feel so sad that the little flower was going to try to help her. And then it killed the flower. Rest in pieces,
0: flower. I
1: feel so sad for the flower. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that flower just Aww. didn't I know didn't... what it was getting into. Yeah,
1: so so just for the audience, like, it takes, you know, it's trying to get her its spoons out. and It's trying to feed Betty Boop. She won't eat it. And so the, the little flower takes starts trying to eat, eat it. And immediately all its petals fall off and then it just collapses and just that's it it just collapses and hangs over the side it was so sad
0: there's some really like silly and interesting imagery and stuff um and throughout the cartoon but in the in the beginning like um the father's head like becoming a um Oh, what is that called? Oh,
1: oh a, a gramophone or a- or Thank a, you. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to just like, I think it's like representing that he's like droning on kind of thing. Yes. And it's And then after Betty like runs away- Also a,
2: like a broken record sort of yes, thing. Yes, yes, exactly. A broken
0: record. And then after Betty runs away, the mom like changes out the record and like yes. has some music playing, which well, is yes, silly. but but
1: soothing music, like so I can't yes, quite yes. try to calm him down- I also Uh, loved, loved that Betty's note was, I'm running away because you're not so sweet to me. Or something like
2: that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, an adorable way of putting it. I wonder how that read back in the day, if that was like normal or if that was also cutesy back then. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and quite scandalous choices when she runs to the stairs before she goes up at some naked lady on the uh, on the um the post banister uh, post, and then and then it, to even call more attention to it. She covers the naked statue, covers herself up and puts on a skirt. But I guess boobs are okay to have your boobies showing. I don't know. Apparently so.
0: I think (laughs) it's very worth noting that we are like, I think, a year or two away from uh, a certain authority uh, making a lot of what this cartoon does. Yeah not okay to do anymore Mm -hmm. uh and it's also it's worth noting also just because that was so much of the appeal of Betty Boop cartoons is that they were doing jokes and gags and being a bit saucy in a way that their competitors like Disney and and Warner Brothers weren't really doing um yeah and so it it hurt the Betty Boop series a lot once once they weren't able to be like this anymore um and it eventually faded away and Popeye took over because he he could still operate fine under under those restrictions and in Mm -hmm. fact worked really well as we went into the 40s with the world war so um but yeah it's it's fascinating like there is a lot of like just little saucy bits here and there or just like subject matter that you wouldn't expect uh, from from Disney or anything you know Um, like the the actual song Minnie the Moocher has some fascinating lyrics in it Um, I don't even know if I can say the second line of it which was that she, I'll potentially bleep this. She was a low-down hoochie coocher is the second line oh, of this whoa. song.
2: caught yes, right. <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, and then oh. the whole second verse is just, like, about drugs. It's just, she messed around with a bloke named Smokey. She loved him, though he was cokey. He took her down to Chinatown and he showed her how to kick the gong around. Oh, like, wow. Just,
1: wow, wow. just yeah. purely
0: about drugs. Wow. But... <laughs> um, it's fascinating just because cartoons become so sanitized because of what is, what was the actual thing called? The, the the Haze Code just like it messed, it messed this all up. And honestly, we've never fully recovered (laughs) because this is what cartoons could be back in the day. And at this point, There's just like this really weird split between adult cartoons that like look like Family Guy knockoffs generally and kid cartoons that, you know, have to be for kids and can't have any of this illicit subject matter or even be saucy or anything like that. There's like almost no middle ground because even the adult cartoons that are pushing away from just being family guy ripoffs, like still, it, it often feels like they need to really push like a gore or swearing or something to like, make it clear to an audience that they're adult cartoons.
2: Yeah.
0: Where, Whereas like half the people in the animation industry that are making kids cartoons want to be making like adult cartoons or stuff that isn't at least considered just for kids. But like, no one wants to make those cartoons unless they're like super adult. So they have to make kids cartoons. It's just really frustrating that we're still like this. I, I personally feel like this old 1932 cartoon strikes a really fun balance of like, I think a kid especially back in the day oh, when they don't have newer stuff to compare it to, uh, you know, could have had a fun time with this. Like it's, it's weird and they don't totally know what's going on, but there's a fun song, lots of movement. Like, I think they could have a fun time, but then as an adult, you're like, wow, some of this imagery and some of the things that the song is saying is like kind of messed up and like Betty Booth's kind of <laughs> sexy and stuff. Like there's all those elements that it's, I mean, I guess I would almost even compare it to Animaniacs and what they were doing in the 90s, where they had a bunch of stuff, their their overall vibe appealed to kids, but they had a little bit of sauciness. They had Hello Nurse, and obviously I think that they should have treated her better as a character, but they had some of those elements, but they still couldn't go anywhere near as far as this 1932 cartoon could, because they were... A kid's cartoon on network television in the 90s. It's just. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating to compare this to how the industry is now.
1: Uh, That's what, not just not trying to do a shout out, but just kind of in comparison, that's what's so awesome about the new Vox Machina series, which is on Prime Video, is they did an amazing blend uh, and it's beautiful anime and it doesn't look anything like Family Guy or anything else. It's just uh, beautiful animation. And
0: I do really love that series, but I feel like even it falls into the trap of really having to like. Be like, hey, look, we're an adult cartoon. Like, the first episode is, like, they, they get into a drunk bar fight and they're cursing and there's a bunch of violence. And it's just like, it's just like, hey, look at this. This cartoon isn't for kids. Well,
2: yeah, even before that, you had yeah. the, uh, the original group sent to kill whatever just brutally murdered. Oh, In, yeah, like, exactly. comically gory ways.
0: Right. Right yeah.
2: in the intro of the show. Which
0: isn't, like, me saying that therefore the cartoon's bad but it's just like because of the environment this cartoon releases in it feels like it has to go hey look I'm definitely not for kids in order to even have a chance of adults who aren't who are like consider animation a thing for for children to like understand that oh this can be for me but it shouldn't like have to be like we should yeah. be able to have adult cartoons that are raunchy and gory and ones that aren't but we pretty much only have ones that are raunchy and gory, because otherwise, why isn't this just a kids' cartoon? And it's like, well, because we want to have stories and complex relationships and subject matter that made, isn't necessarily good for kids, or it's just not the sort of storytelling that's for kids. But then they have to make it that. It's yeah. just
1: yeah. But the whole series isn't isn't raunchy, or you know, I would say it's more scary or gory. It has, than it of has
0: Hops. a lot. It has a lot of stuff in it that definitely like uh, firmly puts it into that. Like this is definitely not for kids territory, which again, I think it's a great series and I enjoy it very much. And this ultimately isn't about that. But I just there's no middle ground of stuff that like can work for both. It pretty much is only kids cartoons that like have wink, wink, nudge, nudge things like Animaniacs did but can't actually just have some of that content in there yeah. you know it's yeah. just yeah it's just fascinating and very kind of ultimately sad <laughs> what the Haze Code did to everything yeah. um but this is a interesting look at what it was like before and yeah. this is one of the premier examples of it
2: mm-hmm. I th- yeah I, th- I think the Vox Machina reference is an interesting one in terms of Like for this cartoon, you don't have to set a tone. It just is what it is. Yes. But like with shows that aren't clearly adult, meaning it doesn't look like garbage (laughs) and is like cussing all the time. Like there is this expectation setting it has to do to tell the audience what market it is in, as opposed to just being something That you know can be consumed either way, or like I don't know, being something that's more ambiguous.
0: Yeah, and I think I think you can really easily also just compare it to anime. Is that there's a lot of anime that's for kids, but then there's a lot of anime that isn't, and a lot of anime that blurs the line. And there's certainly some anime that like start off with like, oh, look at how violent this is, but there's plenty that is either for adults or, like, expected to be enjoyed by kids and adults that doesn't feel like it has to prove that point. It just tells the story that it's telling, you know? Um, But that they've been making stories like that for decades, and so they don't generally feel like they have to be like, oh, look, this you as an adult can enjoy this because there's already that understanding but here in the west we're still just so wrapped up in the mentality that animation is for children and that anytime it's not it's a weird exception and it's like an adult cartoon like simpsons or family guy it's just it's so stupid yeah (laughs) i I agree i hate the way the west is about animation it's very frustrating yeah
1: well, this was, I mean, just very interesting, and I think a lot of things would have gone over children's heads, uh, but oh, then some, you know, then some necessarily wouldn't because it just got weirder and weirder and more, kind of more aggressively uh, scary, I guess. Or it's yeah, with the, you have yeah. so
0: much weird. There's like the skeletons drinking, and then they like turn black, die and ghosts come out of them, and you have. Yeah, and you have the um, the the guys going into the electric oh, chair. Oh, that
2: was horrible!
0: <laughs> you have the like kittens like drinking oh, their mother into nothingness. That was it's, so
2: weird. It's, yeah, it's all,
0: like so much of it is so just odd. And then we haven't talked about the elephant or rather walrus in the room here, have we, babe?
2: No, I I mean if we're not in particular uh sections. Uh, I
0: mean this story this this cartoon has an ostensible story and characters, but ultimately once they get into the cave, it's just like sight gag and weirdness after one after another. Like yeah. the animation is so intrinsic to this that it's kind of hard to separate and be like, we're in the animation section.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, I think <laughs> I think in terms for the the, the walrus like... Mostly singing the song. I think for every kind of visual gag, they're all singing the song that's happening. But yeah, yeah. Thinking about okay. Oh, one thing that we that I do want to bring up is the um, what is it? Bobo, who's the clown? Oh,
0: Coco the clown. Yes. So they had a Coco the
2: clown reference when I'm
0: so glad that we know that. Like we get it. Yes. Yes.
2: Betty Boop was writing her letters. She pulls like first. There's a drop out of the inkwell that kind of moves around, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of like the Fleischer clown <laughs> things. But then she pulls out Coco the clown, and then like, you're like, oh, that's just yes, his like, yes, delightful, oh. yes. Um, but and
0: he does uh, just as a fun fact, he does end up becoming a side character, just like Bimbo to and to Betty Boop.
2: Oh, eventually okay. exciting, yeah. But um, one of the things in the mechanical doll was. The obvious um, transition of animating, not freehand, but like rotoscoping versus the animation of the mechanical doll. Like her proportions changed. Like it, it was obvious when they they transitioned from either or. Um, but for this walrus guy, I think it was interesting how they kind of melded the rotoscoping with uh, a stylized walrus thing (laughs) uh i don't know i don't know if it was successful in terms of
0: he just feels so like weird and floaty and amorphous
2: yeah so like instead of having hands it had these like flipper things or we haven't
0: actually clarified there's basically a walrus that is like the main one singing the song and he he is literally just like cab calloway rotoscoped yeah and you can even very easily tell because the short Starts with Keb Calloway doing some of the same sorts of dances in live action, and then you see the Walrus doing that later. Like it's literally just a a, a rotoscoping of his performance.
2: Yeah, and so the Walrus is 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 really oddly proportioned. Instead of you know hands, his arms go into like a flipper thing. Uh, for the legs, they just kind of drop his 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 stomach or like the the like. It's it's weird. And then he, and then he he's round so like they round out the, a belly uh and in the back so he, and then it the tails like, like really he, It just, just looks low. like he has
0: really like baggy pants except, yes. except he doesn't have
2: pants. Exactly, exactly. So so it's just this oddly proportioned thing that moved really fluidly. Like you could you could tell it was rotoscoped and it was dancing and the animation was super fluid but it just looked so weird.
0: Yeah, and I think I think it works for me because this is some weird ghost thing. But if this had been like an actual flesh and blood character in the short, then I think that that I think that the way it was animated would have instantly been unbelievable. You know, it would have been like, well, this doesn't feel like a person, but because it's kind of not because it's this weird, wacky cave where all these weird, creepy things are happening. You're, it's just kind of like okay, and also there's this weird walrus thing doing weird dances.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really did really like, you know, again the 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 dancing, of course, of Cap Calloway, <laughs> and and so that fluid dance. But yeah, it just I do think the shape and whatever of it just, like you said, enhanced or added to the weirdness of it. And just kind of that, like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's also, it's just worth noting uh, how many people are inspired by these cartoons. Beyond the fact that a bunch of animation industry people in, in the 1990s said that this was one of the greatest cartoons of all time. You also have people like um, Rebecca Sugar, who who worked on Adventure Time and most famously created Steven Universe, mm. has quoted, like, the Fleischer Betty Boop cartoons as being a big... Uh, influence on their work uh, and then and you have stuff like over the garden wall that has uh clear influences particularly there's an episode um where they're in like a, a little bar or whatever and at one point a highwayman is like singing a song up on stage and doing some like weird like movements and stuff and like getting close to the screen. And it's like a clear homage to literally this cartoon mm. and the ways that the walrus guy moves. Ah. It's it's great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's, it's just like, yeah, there's, there's just something about this cartoon that is just so unlike a lot of other cartoons of the day. And a lot of what, because, because of the, the things that the hay is. Uh, code mandated obviously the Fleischer brothers they suffered a lot because of it because so much of their quote unquote brand at the time was being like weird and saucy and creepy and stuff and like just having this weirdness whereas things like Mickey was able to adapt uh, with Mickey and Walt Disney was able to adapt to that really easily and so therefore they became more dominant not just because they had quality but because they didn't have to readjust things really Mm -hmm. and therefore like 50 years later they're the dominant influence on what animation as an industry is and therefore most of the things made ever since then follows more in that Disney path. And so this is still a weird novelty comparatively because so little animation is actually like this or influenced by this sort of way that animation can be. You know, it's, yeah, it's interesting.
1: I thought it was fascinating. You alluded and you mentioned this earlier, but at one point where we see the skeletons that are drinking, I have just never seen that before where they drank Ned, their skulls still were white, but their body, their skeleton bodies turned black and then they crumbled. But then it was also very weird and creepy that their their skeleton bodies were then bent backwards and then from their bodies came these spirits. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a lot, but it was yeah. interesting seeing that transition of color and then movement. And then all of that, it was, it was unexpected and it was, Definitely. Inter- and it was in- interesting. Interesting.
0: And then, of course, we have the end of the cartoon. We have the weird, like, witch ghost thing, like, flying into the screen and yelling. And from oh, there, no. transitions to them, to them just uh, running out of the cave, being chased by all of these, these creatures or whatever. And then um,
1: demons. And I don't, yeah. don't know. Yeah. They also came. And it's,
0: uh, it's fascinating because to me, a little bit of some of, some of those final shots of them running, you, you know what it reminded me some of? Was um, Fantasia and the Night on Bald Mountain, where there's all those weird spirits flying oh, around okay. and, and like being spooky. It reminded me a little bit of that, but then it's like the the realization that that's still like eight years away from existing. So if anything, this influenced that, which who's to say if it actually did, it's not like definitely a direct like comparison, but it it is fascinating to me that I I felt some of that thing and then realized, oh, even though Fantasia is very old, this is older. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, another two things. One is when the, and I don't, it wasn't the same spirits that drank, I don't believe, but when the others... Sorry, when some of the spirits were led to the electric chair, I was like, Oh no. And <laughs> yeah. sure enough, they hooked him up and did that and then even showed them dead again or whatever. And and that was
0: They're like butts got electrocuted yeah. and they like jumped up and then like fell back down and you're like, Oh, are they dead? But then like they turn and they sing a little bit. So yeah. maybe they're fine. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> Executioner ghost looked a little surprised, but yeah. they're all ghosts.
0: And there's all yeah, they all they all are already dead, and so there's a sort of implication you could draw that this is literally how these three per- people die.
1: I know that's so. why. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, oh no. Uh, but but here's the, the the other point I was going to make is up until the very end, and when we see the witch, even after we see the the witch and all, uh, is Betty Boop and. Um, Bimbo. Uh Betty Boop and Bimbo are terrified watching all of this, but it's like all these spirits are just chilling and having this great party. Pretty much And they're not necessarily they're not necessarily even concerned, it doesn't seem like, about Betty Boop and um and why do I keep losing his Bimbo? Um and and they don't seem aggressive towards them. But then all of a sudden when Betty Boop and Bimbo run out, then they all start going after them and then the witch you know she starts coming even more aggressive and then all of a sudden these demons come out of you know uh, join the the chase and yeah I was like okay is it them running is it what is the deal so yeah did
0: you guys like Bimbo hiding in the doghouse yes (laughs) yes and then the dog ran away and he was just left behind but it's because he's a dog so it's funny (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was that's interesting because Betty Boop now clearly looks like a human being. Her parents yes, look uh, like a human being, and then and yeah, then, what
0: was her long ears before are now clearly uh, just hoop uh, earrings.
1: Yeah, so I find that interesting that he's just a dog. But
0: he <laughs> is, a, and he and he remains that he never becomes a human. That's weird. He he stops being like. Like, for a bit, he was considered the main character, but that's already obviously changing, and, and eventually he's definitely just a sidekick to Betty Boop. But he, he always remains a dog. I don't know. I think it varies to what extent he remains her boyfriend, though, as time goes on.
1: Okay. Yeah, just kind of interesting. Okay, it's <laughs> like, okay. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, she goes and hides under the covers. And then her note that she wrote, like, tears away and just says, home, sweet home. I love that
1: so much. That was so cute. I also wonder what remained of the role. Like, when she initially ran away, she packed, I think, a toothbrush and some other things. Oh, yeah. She (laughs) rolled them in the blanket. I think
0: it was, I feel like she literally just... laid a toothbrush on a blanket and then rolled it up. And, yeah. that was it. and
1: then she just tossed it over her head when she went to jump out the window and left it there. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay.
0: <laughs> but Her teeth were going to, were going to get dirty. I guess she so. wouldn't have anything to do.
1: <laughs> I guess so. And then too, I lie that their solution for running away, they didn't have any kind of a plan other than to run into a cave that they already yeah. initially were kind of scared of when they, they jumped in there. Oh no, wait. I want to say something. They were
0: scared by like trees and shadows. Okay, and stuff. that's
1: right. I was going to say there was something that spooked them beforehand. But of course, I love the solution is to hide then in a dark cave from whatever's scaring you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it obviously worked out really well. <laughs> Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? Uh d- I mean, decently. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Um yeah. It doesn't
2: I mean, Uh, it it is risqué, but... Definitely,
0: but, like, it wasn't intended just for kids, so... Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Uh, And, yeah, it doesn't... Like, there's, um... In one of the earlier Betty Boop ones we watched, there was like a, a part where she kept going like "ooh" and had her arms up, and then her her top would like come off, and then went back on, and then came off or whatever. There wasn't anything that was quite as over the top as that. Um, like she's she's still like sexy or whatever. They clear they, the way they draw her, they clearly think so, but that wasn't like a big focus, and there wasn't any long gags on it, so it didn't that didn't feel weird to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that bothered me at all was the, uh, banister statue because if she had just been a naked banister ch- statue, that's fine. Embrace your nakedness. But, <laughs> but they, they show her covering up and then, then morphing into a skirt and then still covering up to, to draw attention. And then that sense and even putting on that skirt that to me looked more like a, Hawaiian or something made it to me like you're you're now like trying to make her I don't know I want to say for lack of a better word like like how they'll take liberties with a woman of color in making her in animal print or something like that well in that sense they put this you know I don't know then make it make her be Polynesian I don't know whatever or or you know Hawaiian um uh, so I wish they just hadn't done that. I mean, if you're, if you're going to have a naked banister, fine, you can do things with her hair. If you don't want to just have her, you know, just hanging all out, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but just the oh, fact,
2: I see. yeah, just the fact that long hair to cover the, yeah, yeah.
1: Because just the fact that they are now making her aware that, you know, pointing out the fact that she's naked and putting on the skirt and all that kind of stuff. Just, I don't, I don't like, I mean, I, I don't feel like that holds up real well because I feel like that sexualizes her and it didn't need to in that sense.
0: Well, I'm not sure that I agree with any of the race things in there. I did definitely didn't see that. And then also b- beyond that, my counterpoint is that I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think it's just you know it's it's a matter of taste here i think and my taste was like that's funny she put on a skirt but then her boobies are still out
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no it that was uh i guess i thought i'm like oh oh she has a skirt but her boobies are still out yeah, <laughs> yeah. well it just looked yeah. like a grass it
1: just looked like a grass skirt to me but yeah who knows i don't
2: know yeah, no, it's just the, the concept, or just the thought, uh, my breakdown of like, okay, she's turning. And that's when she decided she needed a skirt I know. like what is yeah, yeah. the yeah. detail on the sculpt here like why <laughs> yeah. why is the movement of like oh okay I should cover up Right Yeah I I I don't know it's
1: Yeah who can say It's silly Yeah I guess Very it's, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah I guess it's a gag. Yeah and yeah I guess in that sense it you it's comparable to me to Claireville Cow and it just the skirt covering her utter Sure <laughs> so yeah
0: Which is also funny yes, to me Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> yeah no that, that's fair I guess in that Context, I guess it does hold up as as the game. <laughs> but guy. I can
0: I can see why that's not your cup of tea, and to some people it might not hold up. But we but some of us also <laughs> think it does, so it's kinda it's kind of up to you and your own sensibilities. <laughs> Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite moment in the cartoon?
1: Hmm.
0: Probably the flower eating it and dying.
1: Aww. It just wasn't
0: very funny to me. Oh
1: well, but it was so sad and 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 poignant. So mine <laughs> just didn't care poignant. about that
0: flower. Oh,
2: don't diss on the flower. I
0: mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's dead, so oh, rest no. in pieces.
2: <laughs> I think mine was the 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 beginning with the uh, the parents uh, scolding her just because I really couldn't understand them. So yeah, it was kind of a rough rough getting into it just because i'm like what are they saying and it, it took me a little bit to kind of get yeah what I just like heard on. the
0: words about uh, eat your whatever and i'm like okay they want her
1: to eat and they're grumpy at her yeah and she doesn't want to i think that was where i was like least engaged that's fair i would agree i would second that and it also just you know just from an emotional point of view the whole thing with the parents yelling and the mom in one sense, not intervening except, you know, after Betty Boop's gone and, like, calming him down. But I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I could do without that.
0: That's fair. What was your favorite moment in the cartoon? It was probably those skeletons drinking and then collapsing and then ghosts came out of them. That's just a fun series of events that's also just really weird and off-putting. Yeah. I, I like it. But honestly, like, the whole cave scene is just, Like, that's what the cartoon is functionally, though. So it's hard to just say, oh, just that whole thing.
1: Yeah. No, that would, there were so many interesting things in there. And I agree with that. But I just think what tickled me the most was, for me, was the very end where she jumps into her bed and then that Mm. note perfectly, perfectly tears and just leaves home, sweet home as she's shivering under her covers. That just, I just thought that was really well done. That was, that was. That was a good way to end.
2: I liked seeing Coco the Clown. That was fun. <laughs> that was
0: such a cute little Easter egg. Yeah. Like, that's adorable. Yeah, no. it's good. And, like, audiences at the time would have definitely known who that was, too. So it's just really, it's a fun little gag.
2: Yeah. Who was your
0: least favorite character of the many well-defined characters of this class? <laughs> I mean, I guess the dad. I don't know.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, yes. He's grumpy
0: and mean.
1: I know. I'm going to echo that. I'm going to echo that.
0: Who's your favorite character? It's that weird walrus because he can sing good. and He dances (laughs) hypnotizingly. (laughs) I'm not saying alluringly. I said hypnotizingly. It's different. Uh Don't laugh at me and give me that face. That's Um. not a
1: real word, my dear. What? Hypnotizingly, I don't believe is a real word.
0: Okay, well, you guys can keep talking. I going to
1: look that up. Yeah, I don't. I will be surprised if it's a real word, but I would like to know if it is hypnotizingly. Yeah, I don't think. Um, let me think. Who is mine? Am I going to also go with the walrus? I don't know. Um, I don't know if Betty Boop is my favorite character. Hmm. I should say the flower, just to spite. You know, I'm just teasing. Um... And if you tell me it is a word, I'm going to have to look it up, too, to make sure you're it's not. It's
0: a word.
1: Is it? Hypnotizingly. Yeah.
0: It is. And then there was a thing about, do you spell it with an S or a Z? Okay.
2: Uh, I would say it. Okay. I, I, say stand, I, stand I, would,
0: I spelled it with a Z
1: i stand so, corrected then okay all so, right you know, <laughs> i'm sorry i okay i stand corrected yeah, I may thank have to, you i may have to look it up after this podcast just to make sure you. Well, that's just a, la- a favorite that's jibber. just a
0: lack of trust there
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, did, yeah. We,
0: did you all say <laughs> your favorite character no uh,
1: I, I don't know if, i'm still deciding did. yeah i'm still deciding i'm kind of on the fence um Who do I want to choose between? I do like the walrus. I just loved his movements and his song. Uh, But I think Betty Boop for me, because I just like things like her note, yet you're not being so sweet to me. And things like that just crack me up. Yes,
2: agreed. I was going to say Betty Boop. I sent, I sent you a screenshot of the search of hypnotizing.
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Let's
0: go on. And, uh, I think we all recommend it. Yes. So, uh, what would we rate it?
2: I don't, I guess I wouldn't have thought that it would be on the, as high on the list of like.
0: Higher than, uh, Bumbo's initiation even.
2: Yes. Um, I thought it was fine and it looked good. Um, yeah it
0: it's really it's interesting because it's just like it makes you wonder what these people in the field what it is they find so fascinating
2: about it and also like thinking about oh if the Hayes code is coming, how big of an impact is it that it like maybe sets back the field to a certain extent yeah of like not letting people experiment and um and do things as edgy as as this i guess such that like you know if it if it wasn't implemented like would there have been something more let's see yeah i guess overall there were some interesting things but maybe i just didn't enjoy it quite as much as yeah. bimbo's initiation yeah uh, so i'm going to go it just feels
0: it just feels like bimbo's initiation just had like a he walks in a street, he falls down a hole, and the whole thing follows from that. Whereas here, we have to have kind of this long setup. She sings a different song. They walk, and then they end up in a cave, and shenanigans happen, and it just feels less cohesive in that way.
2: Yeah. Which is yeah. maybe
0: part of its charm, but yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: I'll go with, with a 3.75. I was thinking exactly the
1: same thing. I'll let you finish, though. Yeah,
0: same. <laughs> um, no, I think we're all on the same page. 3.75.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's good. It has some really weird stuff. Like it's just, it's fun, uh, but it's it's messy. I think compared. I mean, not that Bimbo's initiation it was like the cleanest like <laughs> thing, but the, this one just feels messy. And in some ways, that is is its charm. But in other ways, it kind of makes the first half less engaging, especially on rewatch. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I would say definitely solid three point seven five, like we said, and I would recommend.
0: All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Thank
2: you Next all. Time,
0: well, next time, we will have another Mickey Mouse cartoon. Oh. This time, we have uh, one of his old nemeses back.
1: Ooh. And also,
0: something's wrong with Pluto.
1: Uh-oh.
0: So join us next time.
1: <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.
0: Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http://creativecommons.org/slash slash slash licenses/slash slash 3.0. Thanks for listening!